0: and welcome to another episode of Shocking Lurid Tondry, A History of American Scandals, the podcast where we both begin with these kinds of crushed velvet voices and ultimately descend into a cacophony of shrill shrieks and (laughs) immodest laughter. (laughs) And I include myself in that as well.
1: We start off real strong and very, very professional. And then slowly throughout each episode, it just... Crumbles into two gals chatting at a bar with a couple yep. martinis in them, you know, that's and right. it just, everything changes. Mar- whether we have the martinis or not, it's, uh, for some reason, it just always happens, Mark. That's just, that's just who we are.
0: I'm Mark Pigert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm Casey Howe, and this is and- the most professional podcast you've ever listened to. <laughs>
0: Yes, uh, the reviews are in. Uh, why are we it's a podcast hosted by two people who are only interested in listening to themselves speak? Yes, uh, it's a podcast hosted by two people who do not do any research, which is always news to me, uh, considering oh, that I have purchased no less than two vintage TV guides <laughs> from the nineties in order to get to glean additional information.
1: I mean, and, what is the first? It's firsthand. No, first person research. What is the what is yeah, the primary the primary. primary primary source? Yeah, there, I'm getting, you I'm
0: getting primary there you go. There uh, you go. And I thought I turned comments off of YouTube. I had not, so oh. I <laughs> discovered a few over the weekend. Uh, one was in response to my response to someone who said, "Get to the point already." And I replied and said, "It's called edging. Look into it." <laughs> and someone recently replied and said, nobody cares about that. And I replied and said, like, they care about your opinion, James. And then I turned off the ability to comment on the YouTube channel. And we will never hear from another soul again.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, something that I listened to a podcast the other week um, from Casey Wilson, who is like a famous actress. And she wrote a book and the whole thing. And she did this podcast. And it was just, it's very fun. It's called Fed Up. And it's, it's very hysterical. It's about sort of a Hollywood drama, Hollywood scandal, if you will. But it's not even Hollywood, it's just Instagram people. And so she was very obviously make, like poking fun at the ridiculousness of this, even getting people's attention. And um, she's hysterical, her tone is absolutely perfect. And I looked at the comments of her podcast and someone had the nerve to give her one star and say, there's already a podcast name fed up, do your research. And I was like, whoa! I'm like, slow down, people. I mean, there can be two. It's fine.
0: People really love to get pissed off about nonsense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I don't understand how you're allowing this to be a thing. But... Anyway, um that is that is just I guess the nature of uh, the social media and the comment section which is why there aren't any on shocking loretdry as of today. that is so correct
0: you can review us on apple podcasts but that seems like a lot of effort for most people so <laughs> I remain confident that every six months I will get one shitty comment rather than uh, a cascade of them now I have been told that uh Many people's favorite thing that I post on social media are screenshots of my replies to comments because I do guess love what? them. This is this is the first project I have that is literally just the two of us. And I know you don't give a fuck. Nope. Uh, sure I really don't give a fuck. So I get to reply to people exactly how I want to, without it sugarcoating, is- without being like, Oh, thank you so much for taking the time. We're gonna try to do better. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. <laughs> You're probably stupid. I don't know how you stumbled upon us.
1: But don't I waste don't my time. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so funny. They are that is um, a little. It's one of my favorite things you post as well. It's it's just <laughs> just wonderful, and it makes me so happy. And I'm just so glad that the world finally gets to see your full unleashed wit and humor, and calling people out when they make stupid comments that are not helpful and also grammatically incorrect. So it's one of my favorite things. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, well it's over now because I had enough.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair I'm sure I'm sure
0: I mean look, I'm bound to have another project any minute now. So stay tuned for more of that. Uh but this is not my episode. This is Casey's oh my episode. Goodness. And oh my Casey,
1: goodness. I would yes. love to hear what scandal you have while I go on mute and work. <laughs> So get ready listeners for some fine banter. Although as Mark mentioned, he he multitasks quite well. So I have no fear that he will be listening and commenting while he is editing and rage commenting in his own yeah. mind about what he's editing right now. So Yes.
0: Well, this is a thing about <laughs> butter boards, which is a new concept. Instead Ooh. of charcuterie boards, it's butter.
1: Oh, okay. All right, well, for another day. Um, Today we are talking about (laughs) seamless segue as always. Um, Today we are going to talk about something that is um, forgotten, I think, in most American uh, minds, but I think a keeper because it is the first type of this scandal in American political history and one that we have not corrected for to this day. So it's very exciting. Today, we are going to talk about the Hamilton-Reynolds affair. Now, let's set the scene.
0: This is dangerously close to Broadway.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like to toss in a little tie-ins for you, Mark. I don't don't leave you hanging. You will recognize a bit of this storyline. But let me tell you what our friends from the musical world got wrong. Here we go.
0: Okay, I'm into this. I'm into
1: this. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm going to set the scene here. We are post, newly post Revolutionary War. It is the early 1790s. I would like to preface this that I am sure to swap dates and call it the 1970s on numerous occasions throughout this podcast. Please note to yourself that it is the 1790s. Think George Washington and our founding fathers in your minds, and as soon as you see those wigs, you'll know that it is just a misstep in my oratory, oratory skills. So here we go. All right. Revolutionary War is over. We are, as a government, getting our um, our feet under us and noticing that it's a ground's a little wobbly, you know, hence the see previous episode about the XYZ affair. And we're kind of learning as we go and figuring out what's working and what's not, But as I mentioned, today's scandal is one of the first of its, it's not one of the first, it is known as the first of its kind in American history. It is the first political sex scandal. Ah, And who better to be at the forefront but America's newly minted sweetheart, apparently, Uh, and maybe possibly one of the uh, most known non-president founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton. Yes, everyone, that one, the one of the Broadway fame that Mark previously mentioned.
0: You know, for me, Alexander Hamilton will always be part of that Gut Milk commercial where that collector had a mouthful of peanut butter and couldn't answer that trivia question fast enough. That <laughs> is my pop culture Alexander Hamilton reference, now or forever.
1: Oh, I, love a- I love it. I love it. I will love it. Great point. Well, well put. And if no one's seen that commercial, please Google it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Um, so he is at the forefront of this, and and it's really the reason many historians say that he was never president. It was not that he didn't want it. Um, he essentially, you know, all the most of the other founding fathers became president. You had John Adams, which. People didn't even like, but he got elected. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, James Monroe, yada yada yada. But uh, but uh, Alexander Hamilton never was, and um, yet he was very handsome and acts outspoken and I mean fiscally responsible, which is what everyone's looking for. So, um, <laughs> but no, it was um, it was because of this little uh, infraction. Um, so. What happened was um, that he, the reason that, that he never became president, and we'll talk about all the details, but as mentioned, the historians say that this was really the determining factor. Um, and he had an affair with a married woman. And sadly, Arnold Schwarzenegger's guide to coming out ahead of an affair is <laughs> not out yet, coming soon in 2023, I'm sure of it. Um, so unfortunately, the uh, between the full confession and the hush money he paid for it, it was enough to ruin and squander his chances of presidency. So let's start from the beginning. What happened? So some accounts of the specifics of the of the starting encounter vary, and it's really just a matter of where they first met um, and, and how it all kicked off. But we're in 1791, and Maria, apparently pronounced Mariah, for all of you Hamilton fans out there. Yep, that one, that one, you know her. She's in the songs. Um, she sure yeah, is. She sure is. she, she, sure is. Um, she came to so one story says that they that she not confronted him but went up to him on the street. Most historians say that she came over to his house essentially and pleaded for help. Yeah. So Now, mind you, Alexander Hamilton at this time is the secretary of treasury. He is the founding father of the United States. Everybody knows who he is. He's not like some local sheriff or anything like that. He's in the cabinet. He's a big deal. So this stranger comes and knocks at his door and we do have to remember that at the time the government was not as protected as it is now you know you have to remember that even when Lincoln was president he would hold very open forums where people could come in and ask him for things and it was very it was very different but still he's a big deal and you're a stranger but anyway apparently no big deal he <laughs> She comes in and she says that her husband, James Reynolds, has abandoned her and she needs money to help get her and her daughter to New York where she can stay with friends. She says, look, I got a plan. I just need a couple bucks to get there. Can you help me out? The original or one story says that he did not, when she confronted him on the street, he did not have any money on him. So he said, yes, I will help you. Just give me your address. I'll deliver some money. I don't have any cash on me. If he was at his home... I don't understand how this next part happens because I'm sure you have cash in your home, but perhaps not. Um, but anyway, neither here nor there. The What ends up happening is that he ends up showing up or taking her back to her boarding house where she invites him upstairs, where he just thinks, oh, I'm going to give her 30 bucks. And off she goes. And nope, turns out she invites him up to her room and essentially propositions him now this is according to alexander hamilton Mar- mariah reynolds we do not have um no one recorded what she thought happened that's
0: weird a woman
1: <laughs> so, so strange no oh. statements on record Huh. weird anyway must have just gotten lost in the shuffle you know paperwork so um so that's how the affair begins um it continues for a few months, and uh, and they have, just in case you want details, sometimes they're at her place, sometimes they're at his place. They go into this hot and steamy love affair. Eliza, his wife, I know you were wondering where she is, apparently took the kids up to Albany for a few months that summer, so she was out of town, conveniently. Um, so what happens is pretty quickly, this um, husband that has abandoned Mariah, somehow comes back into the picture and says, ah, I can't believe you're sleeping with my wife. That's absolutely terrible. I am shocked, shocked to learn there's gambling in here. The, so, only for Mark. That's a Casablanca reference. (laughs) (laughs) So he comes back and he realizes, he comes back into the picture. So apparently she's not abandoned, unclear. Anyway, that never goes addressed never gets addressed so they're having this affair he says i can't believe you're having an affair with my wife uh normally what would happen at the time the very common thing to do was you had a pistol duel challenge so you, you would challenge the man to a duel to protect the honor of your wife as Doesn't, we know i Hamilton
0: like um, Hamilton, know about that
1: coming up <laughs> a little foreshadowing Ooh. um but much like see previous episode about uh, Daniel Sickles, who died for similar reasons. Anyway, um, so that's normally what would happen. But James Reynolds says, wait a second, you're Alexander Hamilton. Huh, that's a coincidence. I bet it's pretty valuable to you to not have this get out in the public. So let's do this. Why don't you pay me $1,000, which is the equivalent of about $25,000 today, and I'll keep quiet. Now, just side note: apparently, the going rate for hush money is way more. So, if anybody needs to pay some out, please see court case, i.e., Michael Cohen, and you'll find out what the going rate is these days. It's no, more, not, but whatever. That's not great. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a deal. Anyway, um, so uh, Hamilton pays him and says, "Here you go. Yeah, thanks. Keep quiet." So a few, and but he ends the affair. Their affair. He says, "Okay." You know what, pay, go away, but all right, fine, wherever. A few months later, James Reynolds comes back and says, You know what? Mariah really likes you. And it's cool. It's cool. You guys can you you should continue your affair. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm cool with it. Don't worry about it. And Hamilton goes, Hey, thanks, man. That's super cool of you. Okay. They go back to sleeping together. And yeah, I know it's a really Story mark. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would want uh-huh. my money back, but continue. I mean,
1: yeah. So um, so then so they start, they resume their affair. This happens for another, say, six months or so. And meanwhile, James begins to come back to Hamilton with, you know, I think I just need just a small amount of of money as a loan. I need a, a loan from you. So he gets roughly $300 more out of him over the course of the next, call it six six months or so. Um, and Hamilton keeps paying him. But he ends the, the affair for good in the summer of 1792 and says, guys, you know, that's it. Both of them have sent him, when he tried to end the affair, In 1792, which is now, if you count at least a year that's gone by. They've been sleeping together. And he tries to end it. And both Maria and James write him a threatening letter that says, well, you know, you know, we know. And that would be bad. So why don't you just, that's how he gets these extra, this extra loan money, essentially, is they blackmail him. Cool. Mm -hmm. Just blackmailing a sitting cabinet member. Soup's fun. Anyway, well, this was new. We,
0: uh, they were making it up as they went know. along. Who knows what's normal so, and what's not?
1: So true. So true. Just wading in the water. Um, yeah. So so. meanwhile, in, well, basically, summer of 19... Er, 19 I see. Told you. Mm-hmm. Summer of 1792. Affairs over. Money stops. But he says, that's it. We're done. So November of that year... James James Reynolds, the husband, and his buddy Jacob Klingman get arrested from as as part of another scheme, where these two geniuses decided to very tastefully pose as deceased Revolutionary War veterans Mm -hmm. and try and collect their back pay. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, if the back pay is there to be collected, yeah, you know. But then It'll I also recently,
1: tasteful,
0: I also recently wandered through a graveyard and said, how many jewels do you think are buried in these graves?
1: Ooh. And why are you
0: digging them up. We're running out of diamonds.
1: That's true. And we, I mean, it's a legitimate shortage. So.
0: I mean, if, if we're going to go mining for diamonds, let's go mining in like Glendale. I know. <laughs> or a on.
1: I mean, a much arguably humanitarian way to do it. So I, I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. Anyway, just that's saying. something that has been on my mind a lot lately. Okay. Uh I the like jewels it. I like buried it. in the jewels buried <laughs> in cemeteries across this great land of ours.
1: I think it's something to consider. I'm not opposed <laughs> no. to it. Um no, We're we're gonna we're gonna workshop it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, so they
0: do not get that <laughs> back today, is what you're they,
1: saying. Well I think they collected some of it. So the <laughs> James Reynolds is um, in in like the Hamilton thing. They sort of just call him a con man, and he and he was for sure. Um, but you know, so anyway, so he he and his buddy get arrested from this. His buddy gets out on jail, or, or sorry, on jail gets out on bail. And while out, he ends up telling a friend who is a former congressman named Friedrich Mullenberg that he heard that Reynolds and Hamilton had an illegal speculation deal going on and they were collecting money they were speculating on treasury bonds or something like that and obviously Hamilton had control over those to a certain extent so they were you know skimming Mullenberg ends up telling james monroe and yes that one and and abraham um Ven- venable I'm going to go with Um, And they go and they say, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. We can't have corruption in this newly formed government already. This is horrible. But instead of blowing it up, they go to Hamilton directly and say, hey, what's going on here, dude? And he essentially says, oh, no, no, no. There's no, (laughs) so funny, funny story. There's no illegal speculation going on. It's just that I'm sleeping with this guy's wife and I paid him some hush money. That's that's all that it is. Just simple adultery, you know, the huge. Nbd. Those, I mean, whatever. Those three guy guys go. Oh, whew, gosh. Okay, just adultery and blackmail of a sitting cabinet member. Oh God, we thought it was okay. Anyway, all good, all good. And he says, "Don't worry, the affair's over. All set." And they say, "All right." Well, peace be with you, and off they go so then um years a couple of years go by, Maria and James sadly, their marriage comes to an end. sigh hmm. um as a as a fun fact, Aaron Burr was actually uh Maria's divorce attorney.
0: <laughs> oh, well it's like a very small know. town
1: it is it is um, and Maria also ends up marrying um mr Klingman, Mr. Jacob Klingman, the guy who tried to out Hamilton at this and this illegal speculation. So oh you know. good for Mariah. Uh, Mariah thank you um, yes so that's what's happening there. Hamilton to going about his business doing his thing, uh, governing and then he retires or not retires but he steps away from public life. he has a public practice back in New York. Um, but he does not give up his vendetta against Thomas Jefferson who has always been his arch nemesis.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So in 1796, under a pen name, he apparently can't help himself and he writes some stuff, if you will, about Jefferson's extramarital affairs, namely with slaves. And just sort of insinuates in like a series of stories, just insinuates that he may not have such a shiny uh, personal life. So Another journalist sees this and just, oh, I can't believe it, and fires right back and says that Hamilton might be just living in a glass house, may not want to throw some stones, and uh, really shouldn't be t- talking about such things, as he does not have a pristine personal life I- either. And he also tosses in the illegal speculation charges as well, just for good measure. so. Yeah. So Hamilton ends up responding to this because well, why not? In what becomes known as the Reynolds pamphlet, where he essentially confesses to the affair, includes parts of different letters to them, and just says, Hey, guys, no, no illegal speculation. God forbid. I just slept with his wife. Ay, ay, ay. Everybody needs to calm down. Also, no,
0: um, no one's talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <Or>
1: Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. No, they're not. So anyway, yeah, he comes and he confesses the whole thing. Essentially, they're saying because he wrote out the confession, he therefore could never really run for president or vice president or been an honest contender, which he's like, whatever, it's fine. Um, the affair originally they were saying was like likely linked Um, or leaked by this guy, John Beckley, which was the secretary for the House of um, Representatives at the time. And then a new party came in, they fired him and he was mad and da, da, da. So as a revenge to the Federalists, people say that he leaked it. Um, However, Hamilton always blamed from that day forward Monroe and never let it go. Um, They almost got into a duel over it. But then fun fact, Aaron Burr stepped in and said, guys... Don't do Duel. Duel's not good. Don't do Duel. Yeah. So strange. These people are so strange. Anyway, um, Eliza, Hamilton's wife, never um, always had this, uh, never gave up her grudge against Monroe herself. Um, and But other than that, look, Hamilton was not really vilified by many people. He kind of just went about his business. Washington always held him in really high esteem. Um, he influenced the Adams administration quite heavily until he burned that bridge. Um, but you know what? By 1804, which this all went down in 18 or 18, no, in 1797 and 1798, uh, by 1804 he was dead. So case closed. He basically just gets one of my um, awards for worst, like terrible judgment, just <laughs> like bad decision I- making. <laughs>
0: He seems like a real little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he always had like I've always thought that about Alexander Hamilton. Oh, I mean, terrible. you look at a 10 dollar bill and you just think like, oh god, I want to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> uh but yeah. also uh, the first political sex scandal and also the first unforced error
1: <laughs> yes. to
0: derail yeah. a political career.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that and the one that we have not not corrected for or fixed. And it still derails political careers to this day. And it is, and the whole, the whole extortion, blackmail, all of it. I'm like, this is not, I mean, just unforced error. Well said, Mark. Well said it was. Mm. Yeah. That is the, um, Hamilton Reynolds affair. While I was researching this one, um, you do really realize how many terrible scandals this guy was involved in. And then to think, oh, we have this wonderful Broadway show and everybody just loves Alexander Hamilton all of a sudden. I was like, he was a real shithead. Like, yeah. he was not great. Like, I know a lot of founding fathers were not great, but he was
0: a real shithead. You know, I. We should do a ranking of the Founding Fathers.
1: Oh, we should. That'd be fun. I'm oh, who's the most there. scandalous
0: Founding Father? I'm going to leave that up to you.
1: Ooh, okay. Ooh, I should get some movement. we'll to do something for President's Day next year. I mean, Ooh. I know it's really far off, but that'd be a fun little celebration. I'm going to yeah, do fun. it. I like it. I
0: think, that, mm-hmm. I think that we need this amount of time to um, to prepare. Really
1: properly. Yes, really properly dig into it. I'm not going to do and all And we won't record
0: but... until night before. Okay. <laughs> Just why would it be? sounds eat? right.
1: Sounds out right. so awesome strong. A good prediction. A good prediction. Yeah, a what's going to happen. I uh, know. So true. One, but that is the Hamilton Reynolds affair mark and um I'm
0: so pleased to big throwback. Have, to have all of my suspicions confirmed about Alexander Hamilton.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And uh Ooh, just touched my monkeypox vaccination spot. Ow! Uh, I'm good.
1: Safety first, it's fine.
0: No scarring here.
1: Yay! Outside. Yes, that is on the outside. (laughs) Only Uh, on the heart. Only on the heart. Alexander Hamilton. all of our scars. Uh,
0: All right, I cannot Mm. wait to find out who was the most scandalous founding father.
1: Stay tuned, everybody. Six months to go. Here we go.
0: And stay tuned (laughs) for next week's episode when I will be talking about Yet another Dick Cavett episode. Ooh.